Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're doing it. Why? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What's your idea? It was my idea. Because it's 2020, and this year has been a year. And we need to talk about that. Let me introduce everybody in the Swoggle Squad before we get into why we're here and what we're doing. First, probably in Nashville, Tennessee, because everyone should be in their goddamn houses. It's Michael Whitten. <laughs> don't, you, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I'm in my house. I haven't flown anywhere for work since March. I'm, get, I'm getting like stir-crazy stir here. I'm having Brittany dress up as TSA people so I can go through pre-check and have a normal life. Look, whatever kinks you want, man, just don't bother our fans with it. Full <laughs> <laughs> uh, body cavity search, baby. There's, there's easier ways one, to get pat down. There's one of my Pornhub categories checked <laughs> off. Let's see how many more we do throughout this episode. Yes. Did you pack your own bags? <laughs> <laughs> this liquid is more than three ounces. <laughs> No one's been funny if we're on each other in six months, everyone getting their shit in. I'm sitting over here with my ounces joke. In Chicago, you just heard him taking my fucking line is Rich Camalucci. Forever, I'll be taking your fucking line. I'll be taking your fucking draft picks. I'll be taking your toy collection when you die. I'm taking it all from you. Rich, your headset makes makes you look like you're on quiz show. (laughs) Shout out to all you Robert Redford directed movie fans. Uh, also in Chicago, but not in the same room because, again, social distancing is, which is what says for us, oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's> Spencer. <laughs> yeah, you fucking hypocrite. Literally, the only person sitting next to anybody right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Even my cats are 20 feet away from me. <laughs> Spencer is throwing his cats outside of the window in preparation for tonight's show. <laughs> That's right. Did you know that they can't die over a certain uh, height? If you drop oh, really? I don't it. know if that's true or not, but I've always heard that. <laughs> there's, like, pro- there's like, there's like, oh, like uh, uh, under ten feet is good. Between ten and twenty feet is bad, and over twenty feet is good. Something like that. <laughs> I'm just always prepared in case of a fire. <laughs> Are cats the Oreo of vertical death? <laughs> yes. All right. It has like a uh, bell curve of safety. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, because they, they don't have enough time to like get their feet underneath them, basically. Don't reference bell curve as I'm about to be like, speaking of Oreos in Miami is Augie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I completely forgot how to do this. Uh, it's been months. I, I'm making bell curve jokes. I did not have Little Caesars pizza today. I showed up 10 minutes early. There's something fucking wrong with me. <laughs> And speaking of there's something wrong with me, sitting next to me is Tope. Not I came 10 minutes early. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, I'm excited <laughs> to be back. You know, I just, I just want to say this. When the show left, I was very tough on my uh, 205 Live size guys. Your Darby Allens, your Sammy Guevara's. <laughs> And then I got fucking Jack. So fuck balls and even more <laughs> garbage ass. They can see you right now. Remember, not the people, but look at it, baby. Look at we big dog. Slap the shit out of your arm. <laughs> Good. Um, That's my king too. I was gonna say when we left the show, I was really behind on my two hundred five live roster. Like, like you have been watching two hundred five live <laughs> yeah. as the only individual on planet Earth. Best show on TV. So uh, Tobey's next to me because uh, he uh, evacuated New York. <laughs> can work remotely in Orlando. This is the second or third time I've seen you since you've been down here. So we took the opportunity to, uh, to uh, I almost said, be with one another for yeah. this. <laughs> he has one. He has one. Uh, yeah, so we're back for a limited series run. A mini-series, <laughs> if you will. Uh, it, so uh, available only on HBO Max. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Warner Brothers has bought Arcade Audio, so I hope you enjoyed that Godzilla versus Kong trailer to start the show. Yeah, this is fucking pause, not Twin Peaks. <laughs> like, chill out. Um, so it was around, like, uh, I don't remember when I mentioned everybody, maybe, like, July or August, where I was watching, like, more wrestling than I had in a while, and, like, I was like, man, that'd be the kind of thing I want to remember for, like, the Swaggies. And I was like, oh, the Swaggies. I'm like, that's in December, you know? And it's been, as we've had over every year, I feel like at this point when we do the Swaggy show, a crazy year in wrestling, just like it's been a crazy year for anything. So I was like, that'd be a fun, like, comeback show. Because it wasn't anything we kind of mentioned, like, shows, like, every year, like, Marcho or The Draft or Pickums or certain things. Like, the Swaggies are kind of like an underrated show for us. And I went back and listened to a lot of them. Um, and I was like, it's always so much fun to just <clears throat> revisit the year, and especially this year when some of us have been lapsed, and you'll hear who those lapsed people are uh, at any moment as we point. Some them of out us on have the been prolapsed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then when I saw that, I was like, okay, well, what also is kind of around that time of year that I do, and then I realized, you know, certain things happen. So we are going to be on as of right now an eight-week limited run, and I, I kind of see it being an annual thing, at least for us where we'll do, you know, the two weeks, obviously two parts for the Swaggy nominations. Um, Tope and I already have uh, recorded, the previous time we saw each other, the 2020 Men's and Women's uh, Rumble drinking podcast that thankfully did not record how that evening ended, <laughs> which we'll get into after it airs because everyone can probably listen and tell where it was going. Uh, we fucked each other. Uh, then Rich and I, back in the summer, uh, after a, a, a Zoom evening, uh, did a little something-something that will be airing. Uh, uh, I think that's going to be the Christmas episode, actually. Then we Merry announce, Christmas. Then we got to announce Swaggy winners. And then by that point, it's Rumble season. If we're going to do one Pick'ems on this show, it's going to be Rumble Pick'ems. <laughs> one you might be able to win. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, see, I was like, well, screw it. That's eight weeks. That's basically like a little mini series. So that's what we're going to do. So, um, Thank you for listening, for, for being back with us. Thank you for your patience over Twitter as I've had this really, really lazy last minute attempt to promote it seven days out. <laughs> Thank you to Stand the Dry Bear for noticing it 30 seconds in to know what I was doing. Uh, shout out to you, which we will get to you. I don't think we're going to get to you now, today, <laughs> as Rich size knowing what's in our mailbag. But uh, we will get to you, we promise, because we're going to have a little bit of more time on, on other shows. But uh, 
Let's not beat around the bush, huh? We've already lost Augie. Augie left. <laughs> Augie, yeah, Augie like, fuck this. <laughs> God damn it. That's Augie where the show ended. Yeah. Augie, Augie said he's going to quit if we don't pay him. So we like, we would be show. done by now. <laughs> he forgot how long this yeah. podcast lasts. Uh, well, while <laughs> Augie's not here, I will remind uh, Rich uh, that, uh, Rich, you ended as Podswoggle champion. Uh-huh. And uh, you had powers left when the show ended. So How many I did I have you, left? I think you had two. Uh, don't uh-huh. quote me on that. Now, I will say that at some point in this eight-episode run, we are going to do something that will hopefully change the, the championship. There will be the title on the line sometimes in the eight weeks. I feel, feel like that's only fair. Um, so I will tell you, you have basically up until our last episode to use those two powers. So just, just, just throw it out there. Uh, that's also, uh, even though Augie probably can't hear me at this point, a reminder that Augie still owes like six goddamn things. I owe a number of things. Yeah. Uh, everyone kind of owes. I even owe things at this point. Uh, mine was just... Uh, yeah, mine was just to watch some wrestling at this point. There he is. He's back. Uh, still in that cool... I like that David Fincher is directing Augie's <laughs> webcam now at this point. I watched Mank today, and it's the same, the same color here. Apparently, there's a button that locks a computer. I don't know how the hell I did that. <laughs> and he's back. <laughs> like he never left. So let's get into the year oh, 2024 geez. wrestling. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to do a quick blanket question for everybody. Uh, what is the last thing you watched wrestling-wise? That happened in 2020. I'm not going to count myself because I'm doing my retro diary and I watched Super Bowl 92 today. What is like the last full thing you watched? For Tofe and I, we can say we watched War Games this past Sunday. Yeah. Uh, before that, what I had watched was the previous week's AEW. So I am very much me and have still been watching Tofe before War Games. What was the last thing you'd watch? Uh, I think I had stumbled across a SmackDown Live episode like two or so weeks ago. But I'd done a lot of catching up for the uh, rebirth. Very good. I will go. I'm going to predict. I'm going to go in like order here. Uh, it's basically a tie between the two. I'm not positive. So I'll go with Rich first. Rich, what was the last kind of thing you watched? Monday Night Raw. Okay. Oh. But like, we are missing, as we record this, mm-hmm. Impact Wrestling. Oh, I got the back, maybe. You know, <laughs> for perhaps their biggest episode of television in years. So a swerve yeah, to all I'm glad you guys. The, I'm glad they're rolling Cody Diener out there on the fucking card. Uh, I, so Don Callis and I have actually been good close personal friends for about 15 years. And he was like, hey, so the December 8th episode of Impact will be the biggest of all time. I'm like, perfect. We're going to record our return episode during that time. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I can keep up the, the appearances and not know. I resent them so much. I resent all of them. We'll get, we'll get to it. And we'll, we'll get there. We'll get a couple there. people. Yeah. Uh, Widen. Uh, Survivor Series was the last bit of wrestling okay. I watched. All right. So a couple weeks, a couple weeks. Oh, boy. I heard what he said earlier, but I didn't hear the other one because we were working with Mike. So I'll start with Spencer. Spencer. Uh, so let's see. Today is today's December, December 8th. So the last time I watched wrestling would have been uh, back in April for WrestleMania. <laughs> the show ended in June. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I, I, I'm about to believe that's only night one of WrestleMania. <laughs> There were two nights. There it is. <laughs> and Augie was 2013. All right, let's keep going. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no. uh, not not to one up Spencer. Uh, I thought I saw WrestleMania, but I still have not seen that Taker match or or most of WrestleMania. So I'm gonna go ahead and say the Royal Rumble, unless you count Undertaker's cameo videos. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to that. <laughs> awesome. Oh, you. All elite Scooby Doo. <laughs> I've been working on an Undertaker impression for this comeback, so get ready for a lot of that. Uh, all right, so that's so that's just so everyone listening, they know where the line is <laughs> on what we're happening. So we sent out the nominations. Uh, some people completed them, some people did not. You can guess who they are, which is fine. So we're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna see if Augie and Spencer can keep up. Uh, so, uh, my wife just uh, came downstairs. <laughs> I almost burped it. No, he wants me to do the my wife gimmick and I'm not doing it. Whenever you get a moment, can you bring me a piece of paper and a pen just so I could jot some notes down while we're recording? Please, thank you. Preparedness. Uh, <laughs> I was, well, because I was thinking if, if Spencer and Augie legitimately come up with something I want to add to the list, I want to make sure I can go in at letter. I don't have the poop report with me. How are you so unprepared? You always have a poop report whenever you do Is it because nobody's uh. I don't want you to have this much airtime. Get me the paper and pen, please. Thank you. <laughs> Molly getting bitched at by his wife. Now we're back to positive. <laughs> like we never left. Speaking of wives, the Scarlet Bordeaux Deep Dive of the Year. It's our first category. As a category we started last year to honor the most random moment of wrestling that didn't really fit into any of the other categories that we're covering. Uh, the inaugural winner, uh, the namesake of it, Scarlet Bordeaux Deep Throating Banana, was the winner last year uh so uh i will go ahead and let uh tope start and tope and i had a, a list this was actually the category that like made me like be like oh yeah the swaggies are coming up and the reason why i remember the swaggies are coming up is because uh i watched ray mysterio get thrown off a goddamn building this year <laughs> and then six weeks later he had his eye gouged out of his fucking head did all, did all those things uh, wait, so I just name, do I say my people who have one nominee? Well, yeah, we'll kind of we'll, yeah, we'll go back and forth. Uh, I, the reason I brought that was because uh, when the nominations came in, I looked at the list early and Tope and I, like somehow in this category, matched up by saying Rey Mysterio dying and Rey Mysterio's eye almost verbatim. <laughs> yes, Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins popping out Rey Mysterio's eye. Another one was Marty Jannetty admitting that he killed a gay guy. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, so Spencer's not watched anything, but he knew that. Well, that was just an educated <laughs> guess by Spencer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, don't, don't, uh, I'll, that's a, uh, spoiler. I've, uh, trust me, I, I know what's been going on this year. I'll explain why later. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Widen, you had just one, so I'll kick it to you. Yeah. What was yours? And Tope's going to go, uh, we're all going to go nuts for this when we remember it. Oh, no. uh, it's something that derailed our WrestleMania podcast, or after WrestleMania podcast for five minutes, watching a great uh, last man standing match between Edge and Randy Orton, and they go in the back, <sighs> and back there we see a fucking purple hand chair. Yes. <laughs> Just sitting there like it's like no cares in the world. The hand chair, baby. <laughs> the hand chair was was huge. Yeah. Uh, Richie didn't have anything here. Uh, Spencer, or I got I got uh, the one that comes to mind now. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> the moment when my mom texted me in a very blurry picture of our truth, telling me that she wrestled at her beach that he wrestled at her beach today. <laughs> <laughs> And it was uh, for a segment for the 24-7 title. Uh, and she just texted me this very pixelated 
photo of our truth saying this man wrestled at our beach that's awesome oh there's so much there i want to touch and i'm not going to nope we're not uh, we're not <laughs> extrapolating yeah uh uh augie if you were to make an educated guess or in your the recesses of your mind do you remember anything no i i read this uh category wrong uh because i only read like the first four words and then the last like three no. <laughs> Which, for everyone that's not reading it, it's the Scarlet Bordeaux deep, and then the last three words are deep-throating a banana, because you referenced the 2019 winner. So I just put Renee Michelle, I hope. Thank you, Augie. Uh, <laughs> Augie, I'm surprised Augie didn't this category. Is, wait, how many people are deep-throating things in wrestling now? Yeah, and I like how I'm so lazy I couldn't finish one sentence. I had to just read the first four <laughs> words in the last three. Uh, Spencer? Augie so, knows all of his subs and etiquettes. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the reason I haven't had uh, – t- here's the thing. Watching wrestling takes up a lot of time, right? Because mm-hmm. there's so many different you know, avenues to go down. So I decided I wanted to save myself some time. Uh, but unfortunately, in doing so, uh, I didn't have time to watch wrestling uh, because this entire time I've been developing a, um, an algorithm – that deducts what's going to happen in wrestling. Okay. So I'm just going off of my, my calculations here. I don't, I don't know for a fact that all these things happened, but I'm going to assume that I did everything correctly and everything that I mentioned will have actually happened this year. So I'd love to hear you guys tell me about these moments. Uh, so for me, the best uh, deep dive of the year, the random moment that deserves recognition was when Darby Allen was shot out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you're like point four for one. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds pretty cool. Um, I hope he's okay. That was pretty crazy. No, he's not. Uh, <laughs> uh, my list, uh, and actually Tope hit on this as well. Uh, Brock Lesnar's reaction to Keith Lee in the Royal Rumble. Oh, it's a big big boy. Not to be tripped Uh, by Brock Lesnar dancing to Silk the Shocker this year. (laughs) When MVP came out, uh, was amazing. Uh, The rest of my list. uh, uh, This year, uh, not only is the the NXT parking lot continuing to be the most dangerous place in the world, but in canon now, the NXT uh, dumpster has a monster inside of it. (laughs) Yes, I remember that. Oh, yes. God. The Street oh, Profits God. and the Viking Raiders had a weird cinematic brawl that ended in a no contest because they landed in a dumpster where a tentacle monster tried to attack them off camera. And from, and from that match, we're still dealing with ninjas. Yes, and we're still dealing with ninjas because of that match. That's the fallout. Later. That's the legacy of that match. Uh, the legacy of that match. Legacy, <laughs> legacy. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, uh, nothing has made me laugh hard in this year. It doesn't really fit in any other category than uh, the Dark Order's email legitimately getting hacked and then receiving 40,000 emails and it turning into Brody Lee throwing paper at Evil Uno as hard as possible every single week on being the elite. Normally with him yelling, 40,000 fucking emails! Uh, was uh, wonderful. Atopi had a couple more. Oh, yeah, I think you had. Oh, you yeah, had. Yeah, you had cool. two more, which yeah. are very important. Well, one that recently just happened. I don't bring that to the list, but it's very funny. At War Games, Io Shirai put in a trash can on her head and jumping off the War Games cage, 
which is just a hilarious thing that everyone needs to find. Um, <laughs> so the Night Hearts, the sisters have videos. <laughs> and, oh, and oh Maddie, yes. Nice, just likes to slap her sister's titty, <laughs> and it's hilarious. I may have them coming up in another category. <laughs> That's all I'm say. Uh, I think I accidentally sent this to the wrong group, uh, but on uh, Thanksgiving this year, as I was prepping my turkey, I said, "Hey, turkey, are you going to start an OnlyFans account?" Then I slapped the shit out of it. <laughs> this made the right sound. And then at the beginning of the year, uh, CM Punk tweeted at The Miz, go suck a blood money covered dick in Saudi Arabia. For no reason. Oh, oh that was yeah. just, oh my gosh. Because Miz made a comment on backstage or like on Twitter was like, oh, I guess the culture didn't change or something like when the show got canceled. <laughs> and so Punk had a spot off, which of course we're recording this today that CM Punk is back in the news. Uh, and I just, God hates me. Um, so yeah, all right. So that's the deep dive of the year. We move on to uh, and last year's winner. I already mentioned uh, the Santino Morella Award for Excellence in Comedic Wrestling. You can tell Rich nominated or named these categories way back when. Last year's winner was a tie between R Truth and Orange Cassidy. Uh, and uh, Tope, two of your three nominees are R Truth and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> when you're the best, you're the best. Yes, I was also nominated by uh, myself and uh, Rich also. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Widden also nominated R-Truth. Widden, who else do you have there? Uh, I also got uh, kind of a, a late horse coming up near the end of the year. John Silver from The Dark Order yes. has, been, has been putting his name into that category. Doing Johnny, some really good indeed, stuff. Hungy. Johnny yes. Hungy. I'm glad that the Dark Order is, is getting some love here in community wrestling because on television, they're super normal. And on Being the Elite, they're just fucking nutty goofballs and i love it and that's a huge omission from mine uh my aew nominee was uh sammy guevara because that man got hit by a fucking golf court this year uh (laughs) and it was the gnarliest bump i've ever seen in my time he he didn't get hit by a golf cart he got hit by a golf cart in the face yeah (laughs) and lived to tell about it got Uh, chased by a horse yes there was a horse chase barry windham uh Spencer, what what's the algorithms got there for you? Uh, this was Randy Orton. <laughs> uh, Randy Orton done anything funny this year? Uh, the uh, night vision goggles. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was literally gonna say yeah. I'm also looking forward to the uh, slapstick fucking screwball Randy Orton that we'll get that when he is changed by the fiend. If he's just a toy, toe touches again, I'm down. Uh, so I've just created a, uh, a yes and no column on my sheet here, Spencer, to see how many of your algorithms I'm actually adding. So you're one for okay. one, or you're one for two. Randy Orton's been added to the comedic wrestling uh, category. Uh, can Augie. I also... Oh, Augie, go ahead. You have uh, an actual nominee. I did not fill this out. No, I actually <laughs> No, he doesn't. <laughs> I have an actual nominee just because I didn't watch, but I just assumed he'd get better, and I was kind of right because everybody else went with him. Orange Cassidy, yay. Let's go with Spencer at the end because uh, my gimmick sucks. <laughs> yeah orange and the, the good thing about it is that while he's still comedic he also had like a banner year in terms of like his character and whatnot uh rich uh the aew chirons yeah oh yeah, that's a good yeah. one yes yeah yeah i like that one the fuck uh, is a chiron <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the names or whatever at the bottom of the, <laughs> the okay. <screen. laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Wasn't it that guy that was feuding with uh, Tupac for a while? No, it's uh, and my final nominee was uh, Robert Stone from NXT, yeah. who uh, he uh, also oh, got yeah. hit by vehicles this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got beat and then up just women disappeared. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he lost the cage match, or no, his client lost the cage match, and he ended the cage match hanging over the cage <laughs> like his underwear. That's a comedy wrestling. I don't know what is. Um, um, yes, me. How about me? You haven't set me up. Oh, sorry. I well, I did. I did the first two that were the same. I forgot you had a third one there. I just disagree with it. Oh no, I disagree with it too. But you know what? He's doing it, and he's on TV. Tazawa, fuck it. You know mm-hmm. what? Just give, just give him a little love. It's like when uh, it's like when Joe got nominated for Best Picture. It's like just something that's fine. Put it Ooh, in. It's like Juno. Ju- yeah, well, Juno. I said Joker, but also Juno. Oh. <laughs> that is the worst SAT question of all time. Joker is to the Oscars as Akira Tozawa is to Best Comedy Wrestler. Yeah, I, I mean that's fair. Very fair. Uh, all right. Well, category that's unfortunately light on nominees because it requires an audience to be there. Uh, the Expensive Heat Award for the best heat moment of the year. Uh, again, a new category. The last year was won by Enzo and Cass at the G1 Supercard. Baby, that's heat. Uh, and only two people submitted uh, things officially for it, which I believe is me and Tope. Uh, so my two were uh, just MJF in general, because <laughs> when there were crowds the first two months of the year, he was still feuding with Cody and things were getting set up. And I believe Spencer mentioned it either last year or two years ago, Swaggies, when he was just like, I hate him <laughs> so much. <laughs> and then he's doing his job. Like, hey, he gets battery throwing heat. So uh, mm-hmm. MJF. And then uh, what Tope and I both shared was Randy Orton turning on edge uh, the night after the Royal Rumble and uh, killing his neck all over again. Yes. Um, Spencer, what does the algorithm uh, have for you there? I don't know how I missed this. I, I, missed, I must have just squeaked under the radar, but apparently uh, for an April Fool's prank, uh, Harold Mage announced that he sold New Japan to Impact. Fuck. I thought you were going to say that he was leaving. I'm like, oh my God, you got it right on the head. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Harold Mage is gone. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and they are going to be like working with uh, them at some point. So I'm still going to count it as a no, but man, that was, <laughs> oh, that was, that's like, that's like you had an inside out straight flush draw in <laughs> poker and you just, you were one card away the whole fucking time. Um, uh, Tope, you had a couple more. Thanks. Yeah. So mine, I, I mean, maybe this will help other people figure out like theirs. Sure. I thought of it, if there were a live crowd, what things would have gotten fucking heat. So my first one was Charlotte beating Rhea. Because I feel like people would have been like, oh, fuck oh that shit. And then uh, we're, I think we're going to talk about him a few times. But the first time he brought him up, but the Roman Reigns heel turn. The Roman heel turn was the first and only time in the Thunderdome that the piped in noise I felt was appropriate. Because like the camera pans to Heyman and like they hear like the canned oh or booze i'm just like okay that makes sense because that sounds loud and visceral and that's exactly how it would have been except if it had been live people would be like oh my god they're fucking holy shit (laughs) (laughs) they would have turned into 80s jim cornette yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and thirty thousand jim cornettes from the 80s are losing their minds uh from any of the other uh, any other boys any other uh nominees spring to mind then from from that Augie Widner, Rich. 
Uh, not for me, no. Okay. Yeah. Um, let it might be against his own will, but just let Ric Flair rest, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, using him for any any angle, I I could say that. I mean, I guess that is like like expensive heat. Like, yeah. What? So this year he was fake punk kicked. Mm-hmm. He was part of that night vision uh, beatdown where he got like a random chair thrown at him. I he drove like an ambulance. He, yeah, they let Rick Flair drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> Even a, a building full of nobody there. Uh, Along the same lines, because I almost wrote down Ric Flair, I wrote down uh, Hulk Hogan. I don't even know if he's around anymore, but nothing <laughs> says expensive and heat like that guy. Did, did we avoid him this year? Yes. I think so, to, yeah. He was supposed to get inducted in the Hall of Fame, with part of the NWO, and of course the Hall of Fame didn't happen. So, um, okay, so yeah, so... Who that was a close one. That was maybe that was the problem with the year. We needed more of Hulk Hogan. I don't know. Uh, well, the opposite of that, the inverse, the once you pop award for pop of the year. So the crowd being excited, like all those Jim Cornettes. Uh, last year's winner was Kofi Kingston winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, and uh, four people Jesus. said the exact same thing twice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Wynn and Rich, if you want to handle uh, one each. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, go ahead with, with yours. Uh, I'll just go ahead and because, again, I don't exactly remember mine, yeah. everything that I uh, submitted, and I don't have it in front of me. So I'm going to go ahead and say Edge returning at the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. That is, that is correct. And Wynn, the other that one? Is still within the grading period. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the – like this category is that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That night – that is that match period that, that answer is probably one a one b is when brock lesnar finally gets eliminated from the royal rumble match yes uh i think i think it was you wouldn't that specifically wrote drew mcintyre eliminates brock comma roman comma wins i'm almost tempted to give each of those an individual like, spot in the category just to make it be four four choices milk it baby milk it mcintyre eliminates brock mcintyre eliminates well eliminating roman and winning is the same thing yeah <laughs> But just see if people notice. <laughs> just see if they even notice the difference. Like I, I've, I've never watched any of the shows, so maybe you know. Was Undertaker's pop at whatever Saudi Arabia show there was this year big when he beat AJ Styles in like two seconds? Oh, God, I didn't think that was this fucking year. Oh, my I gotta go God. Back. When you see his shitty little boots walk across. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that, was, that, was there a pop from that show? Uh no, because nobody that's watching there gives a fuck. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh, no, no, number two, huh? <laughs> number three. Well, we may have another one. Let's see what uh, let's see what the algorithm has come up with. So I, I know that AEW has had a lot of really specifically themed uh, and referential uh, themed uh, pay per views. So apparently there was a a John Moxley drum, drum solo at a foreigner themed pay per view called Hot Blooded. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, fuck, I <laughs> wish. <laughs> I didn't know Mox could play drums. That's awesome. Oh, God. You know, the sad yeah. thing is, you did help me come up with another nominee, though. Okay. <laughs> which is great. Uh, which was actually just this past Wednesday, even at a limited capacity crowd, yeah. Sting's AEW debut yeah. sounded mm. like that building was entirely filled. Yeah. See, I avoided that thinking <clears throat> that 
everyone else would have other ones in the two that I named. <laughs> like, oh, someone will add that, and we'll have like 12 nominees. Like, nope, it's been so, tough, but yeah, that would definitely need to be on there. Toby, I don't know how you missed the winner of the best pop of the year, but the Nightheart Titty Slap is. It's a pop. It is a pop. <laughs> Best pop of the year. Yeah, we never. Yeah, you can take these however, whichever way you want to take them. Um, well, you're gonna take your job and like it. I'm <laughs> trying to segue properly, Richie. Yeah. So, segue them better. Uh, the it's my job award. I think we send once named me the, the doc. Cr- Just send me the goddamn doc. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Kurt Hawkins Memorial Award, I believe, is what we call it. Um, for the best jobber of the year last year, Kurt Hawkins' two-year run was ended by Marco Stunt. Yep. Uh, this year, Tope continued his personal crusade to ruin Marco Stunt <laughs> by nominating him again. Yeah, man's two and seven in singles matches. I think that's good enough. Cool. Oh, you actually looked up stats? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is your problem with him? Because he's two foot seven. Well, I thought he said he's two and seven in singles match. No, no, yeah, yeah, oh. he is. And he's two. <laughs> Wait, Mullet, you thought the two foot seven was the actual stat? Look. I mean, it is. <laughs> but it oh, probably is. He's two for seven in singles matches, and he's two foot seven. It's both. It works both ways. Well, I'm guessing that one of the two singles wins he has is against uh, one of my nominees and Widden's nominee, uh, Peter Avalon. Widden, you want to expand on Peter Avalon there? He just he does the job that he's supposed to do. And you know what? In my mind... You automatically get a win if you get backdropped on some some D twenty dice. You get the win if that happens to you. That's true. That did happen. So my other nominee, uh, all my nominees are from AEW, but I specifically nominated the fact that AEW Dark had a jobber versus jobber like multi month storyline between Peter Avalon and Brandon Cutler trying to fight each other to get their first win, and it taking like four goddamn matches. Um, so that was very, very entertaining. So I have Cutler. And the other two AWs I have is uh, Luther, because he sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be Chris Jericho's friend, except for the fact that Luther is Chris Jericho's friend, and he's got that fucking job. Uh, and Pineapple Pete. Uh, who had yeah. a, a hey. running uh, yeah. Chris Jericho? Look at all his reaction to who the fuck is Pineapple Pete? <laughs> what the fuck happened to my business? <laughs> uh, so AW Dark did a, a great thing in the pandemic where they like basically opened up their YouTube show to just have like fifteen matches every week and just bring in like all these indie workers to like to get a paycheck and get some national exposure. And one of them was um, oh my god, it wasn't human tornado uh what's his actual fucking normal gimmick oh it's gonna drive me crazy but jericho just on commentary started riffing calling a pineapple pete you got a fucking regular match against jericho on dynamite for it like that's awesome yeah yeah it was it was, a, it was good stuff it's really gonna bother me which one he uh which indie guy i'm thinking of that he is uh spencer uh, so apparently, uh, this is it was during the anniversary of his debut. They they brought in Brooklyn Brooklyn Brawler, and he he jobbed for every single match on Raw in one episode. <laughs> Pandemic, <clears throat> Pandemic is hard times, baby, hard times. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, I think actually this one was you uh, with uh, Le- oh no, was it maybe Rich for Leon? This is this is me. Yes, it's that, Rich. That joke of a wrestler, Leon Ruff. <laughs> The nerve he has to actually have had carried that title for several weeks around his shoulder because it can't fit around his slender 
waste. <laughs> oh, and you thought I nominated that? Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I that that's the yeah, one foul on me. Huh? Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. Well, because it was a true answer, and it still is a true answer. It's still <laughs> also like the fact that he he's he he yeah he was a North American a jobber was a North American American champion that that makes him that's gonna vault him to the top. He's got to be the best of the worst. <laughs> but the best part about him is he didn't even get pinned in the War Games match. Yeah, he did. He got pinned. Oh, yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought he pinned. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, Priest got taken out wait, by no, Austin Theory. No, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. Ruff is the, is the white guy or the black guy? Leon Ruff. <laughs> I hate doing this in person with you. So I can see your face. Back then. Damn it. Uh, yeah, Augie, Augie uh, Leon Ruff. Sugar Duncan. Yeah, Sugar Dunkerton. Sugar yeah, Suge D is who uh, Pineapple Pete was, who had a, a Shakara basketball gimmick. Uh, twenty twenty, rest in peace, Shakara. I never have to update it ever again. Oh, nope. really? No, yeah. we'll get to it. <laughs> we're yeah. We're, yeah. <sighs> this is Mullet with his Shakara update in hopefully three sentences or less. I used to feel down, hit the ground running, makes me feel alive. It's gone. People lost their jobs. Mike Quackenbush, a piece of shit. The end. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Last one ever. Not uh, if he has anything to say about it, but. Yeah. Uh, best turn of the year, heel or face, which was the best turn. Uh, last year, 2019 winner was uh, Bailey smashing the Bailey Buddies. Got uh, several nominees here. Uh, of the three responses, uh, one person appeared on all three lists, and that is Roman Reigns, uh, oh. which wasn't even really uh, a turn turn because he came back and beat up two people that were both technically kind of heels, and then he sat next to Paul Heyman and turned into a giant piece of shit. That's the turn. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's yeah, like... No, I know wrestling language for oh they're a bad guy now is they are in the orbit literally of paul Heyman. he's not that big i'm talking about his magnetic personality oh uh oh this is a good deep dive nominee uh when the fiend was going to be the one feuding with roman reigns they debuted a new funhouse character called wobbly walrus which was just a paul Heyman puppet that was a walrus (laughs) so if Rich goes a little bit on his weight, it's not just him. It's the entire industry. Not that it should be any of us, but nevertheless, that was the one like seismic turn one way or the other, uh, yeah. if you ask me, in the oh. industry. It's what we've wanted for years. It's, it's incredibly ironic now that he is a heel that they have to pipe in the fucking booze for him. Uh, <laughs> And if, and, and if there was a live crowd, he wouldn't be getting them because he oh, is no. fucking crushing it. He's, he is performing at a level. Man, I just watched Hobbs and Shaw the other day for quarter mile of time. Fast mm-hmm. Furious podcast, me and Nick Lathan talk everything about the Fast and Furious universe. And like, if he was half the actor now that he was, that, or vice versa, like fucking give him, give him rocks roll. Fuck it. He was, he's great now. I, like, I'm so glad you're going so hard on this early because I was really worried over the course of this two weeks that people are going to be like, did Roman Reigns kill Mullet's whole goddamn family, how much he's loving him? <laughs> and you know what? 
he fucking might. <laughs> he might. And you know what? He, you deserve it if he does. This, you're goddamn right. This is a long overdue fuck you the week. Hey. F- and now, it is time for the pot swoggle. Fuck you of the week. Fuck you, John Cena. Have a fucking set of balls to fucking turn fucking heel, you fucking fuck. (laughs) Roman Reigns turns heel, and he had leukemia. (laughs) And he's amazing. But I don't want to hurt my my merchandising sales. Fuck you, you non-artist. Quit have I don't have you not call him a non-artist. Have you heard? Have you heard his Honda Days voiceover commercial? <laughs> yeah, have fun. Have fun working with the Charmin Bear some more, you asshole. Do not do not make me get my mind time is now CD out. I will get it out. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. If we're gonna do music, that's fine. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize to John Cena. Uh, uh yeah, man. Uh, it's they are kind of taking advantage of the of uh, the circumstances as it is right now because I feel like if things were just normal, they they probably wouldn't have turned Roman Reigns heel. Um, well, I feel but, like that was a, a condition upon his return. He's like, look, I'll finally come back. Sure, here's the other thing. Yeah. He just ducked out for six months because he's like, look, my wife's pregnant and I'm high risk. So until yeah. I know you guys are fucking safe, I'm not showing up the fucking work. So he did that and he came back as a cool. I'm coming back, but I want to be a heel. Yeah. What the fucking I mean, stones? Leverage. He he took the leverage that was given to him and used it. Um, I also feel like so. There's also been just like a handful of other fucking heel and face turns this year. Yes, and I and I feel like they've all been like one or two versions of them. The other. Uh, there's been a, like so many. Like, hey, I'm gonna come help you beat up that group of guys. Psych. I'm with that group of guys. <laughs> Which was yeah, which was I had I had Ali as a nominee. Uh, Ali, Ali turned Pete that way. Dunn, Tony, uh, Tony Storm. Storm. Tony Storm, Santos Escobar was another yep. one. Yeah. Mike Tyson. <laughs> was that what the algorithm came up with? Was Mike Tyson? No, but he did the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, you t- you basically we just touched on like almost my entire list just now. The other two I had were evil. Um, in terms of like shock factor, and I mean not so much the following execution, but for the turn itself, it worked. And then uh, Johnny Gargano proving he's been a piece of shit this whole time. He's great at it. Oh, he's great. Rich, I've been saying he's been great for six, seven, eight, nine years. Cleveland, when he was in high school, he was great at being a heel. <laughs> Just a smarmy ass, shit eating fucking heel. He's yeah, crushing. Uh, it was a goof. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Widen, besides Roman Reigns, do, uh, who is your nominee? Uh, my other nominee is Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Who, like, yeah, if Roman Reigns is, like, putting in, like, Oscar-worthy work, like, Alexa Bliss is at least putting in a Golden Globe or two with the work that she's doing. <laughs> I agree. She's got, a, she's got a daytime Emmy in the bag. Yes. Really, really good stuff. And the good thing about it is, is that it hasn't been – it hasn't been quick and it hasn't been fast. It's been nice and slow and a little bit week by week by week. And yeah. she just takes the ball and runs with it. And it's good stuff to watch. Yeah, she's been 
acting and performing it, like you mentioned, incredibly well. Uh, on speaking the, of speak- acting and performing and, and Alexa Bliss, I just saw today that she wasn't on Raw yesterday because she was in LA uh, filming the Punky Brewster reboot. Mm-hmm. Is Wait, she, she Punky Brewster? <laughs> yeah. She better be. <laughs> Teenage girl, a preteen girl. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it's like a Freaky Friday type thing too. <laughs> I don't know. Then who who did she? She's engaged to like who did she engage to? I don't know. Ryan Cabrera. Cabrera. Oh, I was gonna say I don't know any of these pasty white pop musicians. <laughs> and there goes Witten and Rich being like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> That's so weird to me. It's like you- no, so Sol- Moon Fry is Punky Rooster. <laughs> I love that Augie's just stat boy on this show. Hey, Reality, <laughs> tell us. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know Soleil Moonfry. Remember when she had more Twitter followers than CM Punk back in 2011? <laughs> oh. A little Twitter game. I remember that character. Uh, we have one more nominee before we get to the algorithm, uh, which is also just a great gimmick name for Spencer, the algorithm. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a better funny. name than uh, uh, Reckoning or T-Bar or Slapjack. Oh, I okay. Sorry, I just there's some of up to empty because I couldn't think of it. And yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, you're right. <laughs> but another slow burn uh, turn that just finally reaches crescendo is uh, Kenny Omega. Uh, Tope's nominee. Yep, had him. Had, I had him a few times on here. You know, it's the person I nominated as most overrated last year. Yes, he uh, did. and I'm glad that he listened to me and took initiative. <laughs> Yeah. And called up Don Callis, got him on the horn. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, this is another deep dive nominee. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this whole episode. It's going to be a 30 <laughs> category thing. Uh, I forget, I think it was like a high spots, like a live auction or something. And it was all the dipshit fucking Cardona, Myers things. And Slater hangs out with them. And Slater's going through toys. And there's a two pack of the interrogator and the jackal from like Jax. And he goes, who the fuck is the jackal? And they all laugh and he goes, that's your boss, dude. <laughs> <laughs> No fucking idea that the jackal was Don Callis. <laughs> like, oh, that's such a Heath Slater fucking moment. His picture's on the box. <laughs> Your fucking boss. <laughs> oh. so, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I love Heath Slater. I have him coming up for a category later on. It's, it's uh, not the one you'd expect. Uh, Spencer. Uh, so I guess Kyrie Sane's not really uh, on TV anymore. Correct. She went back to Japan and just living her damn life like she okay. deserves to. So okay, so that explains this then. So apparently in Kayfabe, uh Oscar murders her and then Kayfabe cuts off her head and hands and then Kayfabe throws her body into the Hudson River. Why'd you have to clarify Kayfabe four times? <laughs> I, that's what the algorithm says. It made it so suspicious. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it says. Uh, Your actually, Honor, in in Kayfabe, I am not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically Hulk Hogan's defense for not having a big penis <laughs> that is exactly his defense yeah. Yeah, Terry Bollea doesn't have a 15 inch penis Hulk Hogan does um, actually the exact opposite happened so her write off was just her getting like blindsided by Bailey and Sasha and getting her head thrown into like a garage door a couple times and Asuka lost the title because of it and then she just was never on TV again <laughs> so it was like really wholesome <laughs> but, yeah that's what that was uh augie anything you'd like to add is this the best turn yes uh i just have uh edge he turned from a non-wrestler to a wrestler ah (laughs) back to a (laughs) (laughs) non-wrestler into a shitty producer (laughs) (laughs) at least he's not on fucking backstage in the polo fuck him fuck all of them (laughs) he's gonna (laughs) make him in wrestlemania 
Oh God! Yeah, because you know it's kind of might be true. It kind of might be true. <laughs> I, I started a, a rumble prediction uh, uh, thing on my phone today or the other day, and I have twelve winners of each rumble. That's great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's disgusting. I have a problem. Uh, speaking of having a problem, the Zack Ryder Memorial Award for Best Social Media Use. Uh, last year's winner was Oni Lorkin, just from yelling and doing his Twitter in capital letters was all that was. Yeah. Uh, and uh, only a couple people submitted things for this. Uh, Tope uh, nominated Oni Lorkin again. Also nominated uh, two people that used it to reinvigorate their career, not necessarily being funny or being you know, like in character with it, but Drake Maverick and EC3. Yeah. But like with both of them, it's like they use it to get where they need to get to. And that was fucking awesome. Especially Drake's. He literally got a job because of social media. Yeah. He lost his job in, and from one promo on social media, got it back. Whereas EC3 has popped up in ROH, he's popped up in impact already gone with impact somehow. Um, what? Yeah. He's yeah. That was a one-off. He just, he did that whole thing to just lose the moose at bound for glory. Kenny Omega is on that show right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I have a couple. Chuck Taylor, just a constant, just providing jokes, which has been saying his, for years. His journey to say the S word on TV. Yes, he could be a comedy wrestler. <laughs> uh, left, light, left, right, left, right versus up, up, down, down. Their, mm. their promo videos <laughs> and just them absolutely crushing it at all times uh, has been fantastic. Uh, CM Punk for the aforementioned uh, tweet about uh, Miz sucking a blood-covered uh, Saudi Arabian penis. And this is where I have the Nighthearts. <laughs> if you're going to use social media, you might as well. Because they've been also using like the like YouTube streams and oh, Twitch yeah. streams oh, yeah. and, and stuff. Um, and I think they're having sex with one another. And it's really weird. And I can't stop watching. <laughs> It is car crash television. Um, Augie, this is normally where you'd have something gross. Yeah, I literally... <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask me if I had an answer, and I literally have here not an answer a gentleman would say. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. Garlic Bordeaux. <laughs> <laughs> not a gentleman. Uh, algorithm? Curtis Axel OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Bam! Shows the titties. Show <laughs> the titties, baby. <laughs> oh, that seriously gave me a gag reflex. <laughs> I think you have to pay extra for that. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even like what the content would be. It was the thought that people would pay for it. It was what actually disgusted me. Um, all right, moving right along. Uh, this is going to be quick. Uh, the best wrestling meme last year's winner was a little bit of the bubbly. And uh, only two people replied, and we replied with the exact same thing. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> winner, and it's it's the winner. I, we're, I'm not, not going to post it. Your 2020 best wrestling meme winner is the Undertaker standing behind AJ Styles from the Boneyard match at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only wrestling meme I've seen. I feel like I've seen this whole damn year. Whitney, you were the other, other one that nominated that, right? Yeah, it it like it took me a while to get to it, but when I, it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks, when I was just like, no, that's it. It's the first thing I thought of is like, God, you got to come up with something else. And like, couldn't, I was like, well, I guess that just wins then. Like, that's, yeah. it's the typical, you just put a text on Undertaker, you put text on AJ and it's great, you know? Yeah. Um, unless anybody comes up with something right now or the algorithm comes through. <laughs> the algorithm's broken on this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's shaking his head, no, don't ask. It, 
It just says who spilled the beans, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you spill beans? I almost want to put that up still, too. People are like, did, did, did somebody spill, spill beans? Who spilled beans? It says, quote, who spilled the beans, question mark, exclamation point, qu- uh, quotation mark. <laughs> so it must be a quote, I guess, that someone It was said. from a leaked production meeting with Vince. Who oh, okay. <laughs> spilled about the beans? <laughs> Was he talking about his lunch? <laughs> no, we all know that's a, a, a well-done steak burrito with ketchup. Come on. What do you have uh, I'm actually proud we have a lot of nominees in this next category. Best merch. Uh, last year's winner was Jericho's Little Bit of the Bubbly again. And we have a few here. Uh, Rich, we'll start with you because it has taken over our lives this year. Uh, you had the Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse ringside exclusive action figure. Uh, it's great. I can actually grab it so everyone else here can can Please see do. for themselves. Yeah, go ahead. Grab and- it. Yeah, I, it's easier for you to grab because mine's upstairs. Uh, Rich and I have spent the pandemic uh, waste not wasting all of our money, but spending all of our money on toys. Which on the Zoom we can see all of Rich's, and you can't see mine. You see a door. All mine are everywhere. Uh, what you are seeing right now is the Firefly Funhouse uh, ringside exclusive Bray Wyatt Elite Collection. Yowie, wowie. Uh, <laughs> it opens up here in the middle uh, for some w- beautiful uh, uh, display, uh, window display, as it were. And you have Bray Wyatt here, leader of the fr- Firefly Funhouse. And all of the Firefly Funhouse friends and the puppets in action figure form. Uh, Ramblin' Rabbit, Waylon, Sister Abigail, and uh, of course, uh, what's, is this just Mr. McMahon? What are they? Uh, yeah, I think it's the called boss. like, yeah. The boss. Yeah, yeah it's called like the boss or something, yeah. <laughs> and you can dial in right now, one nine hundred qvc live to pick that up. <laughs> you see it's got the set in the background. There's like the door and stuff. This is great. It's great. It's great. Yeah, I'm very happy with that. There it is. Mercy the Buzzer, Abby the Witch, Ramblin' Rabbit, and the boss. What do you mean by it took over your lives? Was it hard to obtain or? Oh, no, no. I just meant in general, like just Rich and I have bought hundreds of toys over the past, like, like, Lifetimes, several months, but specifically oh, yeah. several months. Oh no, Rich, Rich got his on Inside Collectibles Easy. I bought mine at a, at a small little convention because I saw it in person. I wasn't going to get it, and I saw it in person. Um, I also nominated the AEW action figures because those actually, literally, I took many different trips to Walmart trying to get those. And the day that I finally found them in the box, I literally that was probably the most I marked out the whole fucking year because I'm a child. Uh, I uh, also nominated in the Bray Wyatt uh, realm. Something that Rich told me about uh, that would terrify any child. Uh, it's not the elf on the shelf, but it is the fiend on the scene doll <laughs> that they released. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is like a fiend, like, like sock <clears throat> puppet looking like thing you can put on, an, uh, on a shelf and uh, warn your children to be good or else the fiend's going to come and eat you, I guess. I don't fucking know. Oh, oh I thought Rich had it already. He's <laughs> showing up <laughs> the Kenny Omega <laughs> AEW figure. Um, awesome. I, uh, also, I just want to throw out their uh, best friends merch. They've had a cool, a few cool designs this year. They've always, they've always had good merch. Yeah. Uh, in the the t shirt world, we only had a couple. I nominated all the last minute WrestleMania thirty six shirts. Like the I wasn't there. Like that, you know, you make the most out of it. They Biggest also released fan. Yeah, I was gonna say they released the shirt that was just the giant fan on a shirt, which I can appreciate. Um, and then uh, Tope, you nominated Chris Jericho. 
Yeah, well, or somebody nominated Chris Jericho. Uh, that was me. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, just everything that's been coming through, like the the Demigod shirt and everything, especially the the line of shirts they came out with recently, really good looking. Um, also, just all y'all talking about Bray Wyatt just reminded me of the Bray Wyatt and what was it? Like, was it eight or thirteen thousand dollars? The 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 title belt, the Bray Wyatt title belt. That might have been last year. Yeah, like the Tom Savini designed championship replica belt that they actually sold for like thousands of dollars. Yes. Almost tens of thousands of dollars. Yes. Yeah. And he wore it like three times. Uh, algorithm? I'm surprised I missed this, but apparently uh, Kenny Omega and Sonic the Hedgehog did a collab with Adidas for some shoes. <laughs> That'd be fucking sick. Give him a couple years. <laughs> And I just want to see the Kenny Omega, James Marsden uh, back and forth. He's in the Sonic movie. That came out this year. That might win some Oscars. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> out of necessity. Uh, yeah. Anybody else for uh, best merch? Uh, yeah, I love how TNA brought back, uh, but a little different version. They brought back Willow's rain poncho. <gasps> don't why He's sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a, a minor rumor that at some point in the next year, Willow may be making his WWE debut to take on The Fiend. And if that happens, I don't care if they're still in Thunderdome protocols. You're breaking into that goddamn building. <laughs> I will be there because the entrances. Willow will, oh my God, it'll do the Shawn Michaels entrance, but with the umbrella. <laughs> Zip line from Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> they're gonna be they're they're gonna be in Tropicana. Just get them up on the scaffolding and just have them come down. Oh, if that does that. If that does happen, we got to get Tope in there. But if we can't, what's the procedure to get Tope's face on and like front and center on the screen as like oh, you're a some, piece of virtual fan? You apply. I don't know like what the order of like picking it is, but um. <laughs> Can you get every screen? <laughs> <laughs> but they're all somehow acting differently. Toby's gonna have to like record himself fifty different times. Look like that scene in the Matrix Reloaded when he's <laughs> Neo's responding to everything in that one room and all the same way. Um all right, well, uh best finisher name is next. <laughs> you guys are so helpful. Did you search sleep? Like uh, like like, uh, like pow- power power management or something power and like sleep saying you know Tobey saying did you search sleep actually made me fucking find it when battery power turn off after can I just put never yes never on battery no no I'm I'm plugged in when plugged in turn on after no. never it's already set up for never yeah. I, I think you're just I think you're just putting the computer to sleep <laughs> oh Bazing. shots fired. Well, all right gonna, you're good yeah we're okay. good yeah so i was gonna put a tank top on because i look redder than brother fucking love because <laughs> um, it's warm in here uh so best finisher name is coming up next last year's winner was lacey evans and the woman's right which tope of course had to nominate once again so fucking good it's so fucking good and that's the extent of her year. <laughs> she uh, was a baby face to start the year. She worked WrestleMania and she turned heel because of a karaoke contest. And now is teaming with Peyton Royce because they <clears throat> broke up the Iconics to put Peyton Royce in a worse tag team. Hey. Yes. I've turned heel because of a karaoke contest before. <laughs> I get it. It's fine. It's, it's true. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess we'll give her give her a longer uh, longer leash there. Um, oh well, Tope's other nominee was my... <laughs> 
Hoggy, are you having karaoke flashbacks like <laughs> I just, Vietnam? I, I just I forget how crazy wrestling could be at times, and <laughs> someone turning heel or changing their complete character because of a karaoke contest is. I was gonna, I was gonna say how crazy it was. They broke up the goddamn iconics just to put her in a different tag team. Like, like fucking Spencer's algorithm is not that far fetched. No, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, straight up, uh, Spencer's uh, positing of 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 a violent murder uh, is something that <laughs> happened on our show this year. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, sorry. Continue. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Spencer has come up with. I've blinked at like no. <laughs> they all because Lucha Underground was a thing, so like they all could happen. <laughs> but especially even this year, any of it could happen. Uh, Tope and I had the same nominee, uh, Keith Lee's Big Bang Catastrophe, oh. uh, specifically Keith Lee's BBC. They got BBC on the team, ah. baby. <laughs> yeah, they but... sure did. Uh, and God damn it, I love that they did. Um, Wait, I'm saving yours for last because I didn't know this was a thing and it might be my favorite pun of all time. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have a couple more. Uh, FTR uh, left WWE and realized they couldn't have the Shatter Machine anymore. So, like, well, what are the other two dopest names we could come up with? So they went with Mindbreaker <laughs> and the Goodnight Express. It's like, okay, well, you guys are just good at naming double team names. <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah. know what the fuck you're doing. It's better than being named Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, but you know that. that is Look, we can't judge people for naming things, good, bad, or otherwise. Sure. Well, yes, of course. Yes. They also did it as homage to Axe and Smash, Dax and Cash. Like, I, you um, know, I, no. I get it. Makes it worse somehow. I know. Yeah, not good enough. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't have gone with Hawk and Animal or something instead of Axe and Smash? Uh, and then I also went Dark with... and Danimal. <laughs> Just really into yogurt. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I also have one I don't think I submitted. Uh, so whenever... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, paradigm Shift. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. It's still, it's a great still, name. Yeah, it just fucking for a merc. Yeah, uh, I had the combo for the street profits of the the cash out and the anointment. I just like is like a the spinebuster, and then I just want to give recognition to Montez Ford having the best fucking frog splash in the history of the business. <laughs> Fuck you, Rob Van Dam. Whoa. Fuck you, Eddie Guerrero. Well, don't take the piss on his grave. Art Bar. <laughs> 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 the guy who created the damn move. Who are you gonna say? Saucy Banks. <laughs> we'll get to her I, I forget that this video isn't being seen so people can't see the look I just gave you uh, uh, we'll go with the al- algorithm before we go with Widdens uh, algorithm uh, yeah I guess Chuck Taylor has a new fan shirt called the S word <laughs> it's like yeah, the L word to- on Showtime <laughs> he, just, he never gets to use it though apparently that would be great if he did that Oh, he should get like the earthquake butt splash <laughs> just call it the S word <laughs> Um, and Widen, I didn't know this was a thing and I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I was actually also going to go with Keith Lee's BBC, um, as a finisher name, not, not the actual thing. Anyway, it's, and I just was going on Twitter and I saw this random clip of Peter Avalon doing his finisher and apparently with his gimmick now, which is like a romantic playboy, his finisher name is the Martinis. <laughs> yeah he's very much like the uh the continental christopher yeah. character and yes. he has the shitty double knees 
martinis. <laughs> I'm going to go get a drink of water. <laughs> it was so bad, I thought Widen came up with it himself and tried to just pass it off. <laughs> it was such a Widen pun. I loved it. Martinis. I look forward to that winning now, Widen. Thanks. Someone's got to do it. Hey, go for it. Mm. Best title run is next. Last year's winner was Shayna Baszler's NXT Women's Championship run, basically lasting the entire calendar year. Uh, and boy, oh boy, are we creative. Uh, Widen, Rich, Tope, and myself all went with John Moxley as AEW champion. Uh, started it in February and lost it uh, six days ago. So that's a pretty good run. Um, if anyone wants to uh, expand on that, that, that's one thing that if we can get serious, I really wish Spencer and Augie had been watching was John Moxley just absolutely defining what it means to be a world champion. <laughs> it's it, the reason he was one of my choices, not was because of the length of the title run that he had, but was for the caliber of the opponents that he defeat that he defeated along the way. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, Lance Archer, like NJF, you know, opponents that you, Eddie Kingston, opponents that you look at and you're just like, oh, like there is a distinct possibility that he could lose this match. Yeah. He had so many different range of challenges and opponents and made all of them seem serious and believable, cut great promos. I mean, we're going to get to him a lot throughout the course of the show, but that one definitely defined it. Just as the same one did for... Uh, my nominee, and I believe I'm guessing this is Tope's nominee of uh, Drew McIntyre. Hey, yeah. I got. like a seal. <laughs> uh, we're, well, I mean, we'll get to more in the episode, but I think the year that he had one of the best booked wrestlers in a long time. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that him and Moxley the same year. I can't say you know one or the other, but he just had an amazing year. They. Even him losing the title, it's like it took three shots for him to lose that title. For him just to win it back when it was one-on-one again. So Specifically as a WWE main event babyface, yes. it was miraculous that A, they didn't mess it up, but B, he carried up his end of the bargain and didn't do anything to cause a mess up. was was very impressive. Uh and and it goes for, for both of these, uh, the last two guys as well. Uh, the the title just looked good on them. Like yeah, they just, yeah. they, they knew how to hold it. They knew how to mm-hmm. wear it. They knew how to like just carry it in general, just like in a physical sense. It just worked for yes. both of them. Uh, the same thing goes for um, mine, which it sucks that his reign ended without a crowd, but Adam Cole's NXT championship reign was another one that, you know, he broke Finn Balor's record uh, and just did everything with that title. <clears throat> that you want to do with that title and put over the perfect person to do it. Oh, and was even the, uh, the original choice uh, of all intents and purposes. Well, it's a good uh, thing that every NXT title reign since then has been very good. Right? Just flawless, smooth. Not a problem. Nope. Can't think of one bad one. Not, not Is it bad. cursed? Now? <laughs> like, from when he dropped it, is, he's, he's got the cold curse on it. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it back to him. <laughs> it's got the curse That's of the great Bay Beanie. Bay Baney. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, God, uh, speaking of realistic episodes, I don't remember. It wasn't the Swaggies, but last year at some point, Rich out of his mouth uh, had the Fiendy Mobile exit his mouth. 
and nothing made me laugh harder than Spencer go, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, which I listened I listen to it too. I can't remember which yeah. one it was. I think it was Rumble Picks or something. I think like, so, yes. What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> it was like the Weenie Mobile. Yeah, we, yeah, it still doesn't make sense. <laughs> You know how much time? I don't even remember if it was the picture of the pop. You know how much time I spent trying to bullshit Photoshop the fiend's face on a fucking wienermobile because of you? I have a kid, man. <laughs> a feeny whistle. <laughs> that works. No. <laughs> uh, Widden and I also uh, gave a nod to a tag team, uh, the North, as Impact Tag Team Champions, lasting basically almost wire to wire. They lost it to the Motor City Machine Guns for a brief period of time and then ultimately won it back and dropped it to the Good Brothers. And now they're basically going to be parting ways because Ethan Page is going to get signed somewhere else. Uh, But I wish I watched Impact more to experience that. And then Tope, I believe you had two two more in the, the women's world. Yeah, uh, EO just for caliber of opponent and just being a fucking awesome champion, even though she <laughs> good luck to her career after she gets injured and within the first minute of her next title match. <laughs> Three against, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bailey just for holding the title until what, SummerSlam? No, uh LMSL. LMSL. Oh, oh shit, yeah. yeah. So ten months. And literally going through everyone twice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally, like a cycle. She just went around the clock. Um, at one point, I had her as not to spoil her, next week's episode or wherever, whichever week we're in at this point. But um, I had her as an MVP or a, a who won the year nominee just because, it, like, for three or four months, she was the MVP of WWE by far. She's on both shows, just absolutely crushing it at, at all moments. Uh, Spencer, let's just hope you got somebody that held the title this year. Yeah, well, I'm kind of shocked. And this must be why Harold Mage isn't with and uh, New Japan anymore. Tai Chi. He is a current champion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is currently tag team champions with Zack Sabre Jr. And they've been for a Amazing. while. <laughs> the algorithm it's actually kind of qualifies. That's two. I have to add it to the list. Son of a bitch. If Tai Chi wins this, because of you. <laughs> beer back, grab a beer. All right, go get a beer, Augie. Uh, while we get into, oh great, he picked the perfect time to leave when we get into serious shit. Real life story of the year. Cool. Good timing, <laughs> you fuckface. Uh, last year's winner was a tie between the launch of AEW and Roman Reigns entering uh, Romission from uh, uh, Leukemia. What did I, I say? Romission? No, I'll get wrestling, man. Dude, need cancer. <laughs> but we started a new company. It could be cancer. How about a tie? It was a tie. I don't know what to tell you. Blame the people. I didn't do this. <laughs> this is the most gorilla and Bobby Heenan thing of all time. Will you stop? Uh, oh, Thank God. God. I'm gorilla. <laughs> um... Well, yeah, fucking everybody has COVID and speaking out. Cool, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Who would have thought a bunch of fucking 160-pound perverts would be your all-around wrestling, huh? That's what it was. All of them. COVID, right? That's what you're talking about. Yeah, COVID. COVID, yeah, COVID, COVID, COVID yeah. Yeah. Wrestling started COVID 100%. Yeah, uh, yeah so COVID is, you know, the story. Uh, but all three of us also had the speaking out movement, which I think will unfortunately permeate some future categories as well. Um, that I know some of us reference at moments and we vaguely reference because did it, did it come out like the week after 500, right? 
Like, yes. Uh, yeah. yes. Like, I, I think I made, I made the text message. I was like, boy, we have timing. Because, like, I want to say, like, one thing kind of hit. Maybe it was the Velveteen Dream thing. I, there was that, because I know we were, like, skirting around that. Cause that was yes, separate. that was it. That was it. Yeah, because that that's because yeah. that's a that technically is a different category than what speaking out was. Because I'm pretty sure on the last episode I made like a very fun David Starr reference, which immediately yeah. did not age well. Oh, that was dude. <laughs> going back and listening to the Swaggies, not even things that won, but just like things were nominating, like just hearing Augie be like, "Man, I saw David Starr for the first time and he's great," and it's like, "Oh God, he still doesn't know." Like. <laughs> That he's a Who's master. David Starr? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know now. You don't need to know. Oh. A giant piece of shit. A big old piece of shit. Um, so it, it was. No, that's it was Star David. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I put David Starr, and that's the first thing that popped up on my Google because my Google knows. I guess I don't know that shit. <laughs> I heard. I heard that a different way. Yeah. 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 Like it was something that's like I. I it was already kind of happening where like we didn't want to talk about these things and I don't want to talk about them that much here anyway. I can get into other things, but like, it's like, God damn, I'm so glad because it was, it's still happening. It's still like Matt Riddle is still a thing. And Lars Sullivan is still a thing. And Velveteen dream still got a fucking contract. Like, you know, every, like you can't watch a wrestling show right now without being worried about investing in somebody or liking somebody. If, if, if they're going to be a piece of shit. Um, Literally every separate time they bring Lars Sullivan back, a completely different new thing about his fucked up self comes out and happens. One's going to come up from the algorithm probably right now. They're like, Lars Sullivan killed 98 pandas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could have been 99. (laughs) And then posted about it on a bodybuilding message board. (laughs) No, this is this is almost as bad as everything we've been talking about. Uh, WWE teams up with Netflix for the Camp WWE animated movie. <laughs> that would be pretty bad. I thought you were going to say a real one, like WWE paired up with Saudi Arabia. The thought, huh? <laughs> Wouldn't that be disgusting? Uh, we do have a couple, like, oh, not really. Well, fuck no, yeah, I was like, they're not no, lighter ones no, at all. Never fucking mind. Nothing positive happened this year. I don't know, uh, babies. You know, yeah, okay. Okay. Be- oh, Becky Lynch just gave birth to somebody's kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Renee and John Moxley are, are, yeah. uh, are due. <laughs> the most positive one I have here, I believe, is mine, which is uh, just AEW continuing, win- continually winning the demo, like AEW being a full-blown success in their second year uh, would be mine. Uh, the other one I had was Sonya Deville's house getting broken into. Which almost is just like a blip on the radar and that like Sony Deville could have been murdered this year. Yeah. And like nobody remembers because everything else just sucked. Um Did, didn't something similar happen to um oh my god, Paige, was it? And her uh, boy and her boyfriend or something like that, or like stop the dude or I forgot. Not something. to that extent, but like like I, I remember vaguely something happening, like some kind of like Twitch stalker or something. But the Sonya thing was like the guy like seriously broke in and like had been waiting to like make his move. And if they didn't have like a security alarm, like 
bad things could have happened to her and Mandy because Mandy was also there at the same time. And now Sonya's hasn't been on TV since because there's like legal ramifications. You just want to fucking deal with it. It totally derailed also their biggest push in their SummerSlam match being like a big deal and being a great storyline. Tope mentioned Hannah Kimura's suicide, which we did get into briefly on our last episode being, uh, you know, impactful, you know, mental health issues and just the general shitty state of wrestling and uh and like fandom and social media as a whole and with social media uh rich mentioned vince mcmahon having the itch for twitch <laughs> which oh, is the nicest me. way you could have put oh, that was Witten. sorry that was yeah me. i was gonna bring it up if it yeah. wasn't but yeah i was like the play on words it's yeah it's like you look you look at your 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 employees those are his employees and you look at them doing <laughs> Hold these... Hold on, let me stop you right there, Wooden. I think they're independent contractors. Oh, thank you. Yes, I, <laughs> I apologize. Subordinates? Subordinates? Yeah, certainly. And you look at them doing it, and a lot of them, like Dakota Kai, Shayna Baszler, like a lot of them are doing it for, for donations, for charity. And Vince is like, no, I want a pot of that. And it's, it's, re- it's utterly ridiculous that... They get paid to do what they do, to put their bodies on the line. And because they don't get the revenues that they've been getting, they go to this outlet and some of them are doing the charity work that they're doing with it. And Vince just looks at that, looks at that and just says, no, if you're going to get money, I want a little bit of that. You don't you have enough money? You have enough money. You have yeah. enough money. Like, What if you had more money? Mm. Mm. <laughs> no, I could answer. I'm trying to be funny. I thought was have a, a funny retort. And they're like, oh, fuck, what if he did? You're going to put collars on him and make him like monitor their movements. Uh, what was that Jet Li movie? And now this is Pod Swoggles. <laughs> of the week. The one. The one. I fucking, yeah. Fuck, yeah. I'll lighten it up. I fucking love the one. True fucking story. <laughs> Day after my fucking senior prom, right? Me and Keaton Tavin, shout out to Keaton, had to go take our tuxes back, right? We go get some Bono's barbecue. Best believe. Not Sonny's, Bono's. Why did two barbecue places have Sonny and Bono's names? What are you looking for? A cup? A bowl right there. Uh, and we're like, well, we want to see some of the movie theater. I still get free tickets. I still work in theater. Let's go see the one. Jet Li, Morgan Freeman, Bob Hoskins. Let's do it. It was great. The movie holds the fuck up. Love the one. Better than Billy Gunn. Um, most devastating injury. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I want to give Rich a, a shout out. I don't know if you ever meant to do this, but I'm, I just basically copied the same order of nominations from before. And real life story of the year, most devastating injury and most overrated is back to back to back. Let's just knock out this horse shit <laughs> and get back to some fun stuff. huh? Uh, most devastating injury is next. Last year's winner was Tommaso Ciampa, uh, who shockingly is not nominated again this year. He actually made it through the whole year without being like injured enough, I guess. Uh, nominated by all three of us that filled it out was Karrion Cross, uh, who was the beginning of, well, I guess, I guess like the, the middle point of that NXT curse uh, where he's now the shortest reigning NXT champion of all time and probably will be because he had to drop the title four days because he tore his shoulder out. Yeah, I guess it's devastating for him. 
<laughs> I mean, is it really the, like, oh, darn, I get to be off TV with my wife, Scarlett Bordeaux. Oh, how sad for you. <laughs> I can't use one of my arms. Uh, so that was, uh, that was one person's sole nominee. Um, and then only one person picked Edge, and I know that wasn't Tope. Tope, explain yourself. What? You didn't put Edge. I believe it was Widden that put Edge. No, I only that was put Karrion Cross. Oh, it was Rich. Rich yeah, put Edge. Yeah. I didn't put Edge. <laughs> Devastating. Man, only had three matches. <laughs> I didn't put that. Of course, it's devastating. That's awful. Oh God. <laughs> he was averaging like thirty-five minutes a match. And <laughs> <laughs> was fucking twenty-twenty Ric Flair before he got hurt. What do you expect when you give Ricky Williams the ball four hundred fifty times? <laughs> Uh, Rich, you also put Finn Balor to continue the NXT train a chugging with his jaw Jesus. that's in six places. Yeah. <laughs> God, just don't hold that title. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a fucking curse. Uh, I had a few just uh, even and out. Uh, Elias got hurt when he was finally getting babyface momentum and now has come back and has no momentum whatsoever. And, and an album. Court, and an album, which apparently is okay. Yeah. Like he took the time off to like actually be like like a four out of ten at music <laughs> hey everyone's looking for an out man yeah and now well now he's getting saddled apparently main event uh they brought back the other two forgotten sons with corbin but they brought jackson Riker back with elias so now one now one just looks they, they look exactly the same they literally look exactly the fucking same uh matt hardy's skull cracked open on live television that was disgusting yeah. whoa <laughs> <laughs> So when Rey Mysterio's eye pops out and dies, there's no reaction. <laughs> but Matt Hardy cracks his skull open again. Uh, you know something we forgot to mention about the whole Rey Mysterio eye thing? Uh, like how excited all the reports made everybody where they're like, oh, they're looking at CGI options. Like what? <laughs> like they were looking at like how to green, like, green screen his eye out. And like, no, there's one with some shitty little fucking like Dr. Demento prop. Um... I also had Jinder Mahal because he would have gotten a main event with Drew McIntyre for several months and instead he hasn't been seen or heard from since. That was definitely in that period where I also was not watching. Yeah, like he like he came back, I think maybe like immediately after Mania, had like two matches and like was doing backstage stuff with Drew, like friendly. Basically what they're doing with Sheamus right now. Mm-hmm. And he looked really good and like it seemed like, hey, maybe okay. And then yeah, he just got fucking hurt again. And then uh, Ivar, because now Eric is forced to just run around our truth all day. Yeah. And Chris Statlander, because God knows she's needed uh, in the women's division. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a real big one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not that they even would have known what to do with their own women's division, as I think I say later on in the nominees. Like, they're better at booking NWA's women's division than their fucking own. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Augie, what was the most devastating hockey injury you got this year? <laughs> um, my elbow's been hurting for months. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that I'm 37. <laughs> I knew I was going to lend there, and I got it on tape. Perfect. Uh, Spencer? I'm not sure what she was doing in a ring. Uh, Mila Kunis. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently suffered a devastating injury, and I don't know if she's going to wrestle again. 
She actually is sorely needed in the AEW women's division. Yeah. <laughs> she could be a solid mid card there. The bad mom, Mila Kunis. <laughs> I'm a bad, bad. Still get more wins than Joey Janela. <laughs> bad mom, Barry Windham. <laughs> are, you doing, are you doing Mr. S? I'm a bad mom. Bam, bam. <laughs> Kennedy! Sorry, that was just a <laughs> You'll find that out in a couple weeks. Uh, <laughs> I haven't, is she, is, I'm pretty sure Mila Kunis is dead. Yeah, she's doing like uh, Jim Beam commercials and shit, ain't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. She's got that Kutcher money. She got the ranch money. She, she got that Kutcher. <laughs> she, she got the family guy money. She got the family guy. She's good. She got that yeah, ranch money. Meanwhile, Lacey <laughs> yeah. Chabert just made a Lifetime movie called My Very Merry dentist office <laughs> uh, most i had to watch a very merry toy store yesterday it, it, you know i'm experienced don't worry about it uh, most overrated wrestler of the year here we last, go last Barry year's Corbin. winner was matt, <laughs> Doggy matt didn't submit anything but has nominated baron corbin for a record-setting fifth year in a row uh he hasn't even really mattered, but you're still not wrong. <laughs> like every time I'm watching and he comes on the screen, Charlie makes it a point to say, I don't like this. I don't like any of this. <laughs> Get it <And> off. <laughs> from the top crown to the bottom, any of it, just it make it go away. So uh, the person who I don't have, so on mine, I put like in parentheses people I originally had and I changed my thought of was uh, the older, better version of him, Damian Priest, who, while I'm still not four, I can recognize the fact that Triple H is good at his job and has draped enough dressing around him where he seems passable. So I'm not nominating him. I am nominating Matt Cardona because he's a horrible piece of shit who couldn't get a job with his best fucking friend in five chances. He just dunked himself in orange and added a Pearl River plunge. Yeah, that'll get you signed. Zack Ryder, for those of you that are, don't know. I, boy. Is your wife not in earshot? She's in the other room wrapping my Christmas presents. Like she should be. Oh, jeez. Um... I also had, uh, before I get to the, the meaty ones, because everyone else's are much more meatier than mine, uh, I have Nia Jack. Yeah. Of course. I have Lars Sullivan. Of course. Uh, and maybe a controversial one, I just mentioned him. And I more so maybe, I don't think it's his booking. I just think maybe like the spotlight on him, he just like doesn't have it. But Joey Janela, every time I watch him now, I'm just like, bro. You should have stuck with what you were doing. <laughs> and like, he's basically a job guy now, and I still think he's overrated. Because <laughs> he has worth... a job? Yeah, like, like you probably should just be doing like your cool little indie thing, and that'd, that'd be fine. That's a good uh, thing you didn't move out of his mom's basement. It like, is literally. No, literally, he's still there. No, not gonna lie. That one show we went to, like, I was just, he has great merch, or he had great merch, and I just didn't want to buy a shirt because I wasn't impressed by what I saw. Him in the yeah. ring. He's good to... at marketing, and he knows how to like book yes. a really fun show. Yes, but those things do not a good wrestler make. Yes, every time somebody else gets signed, I'm just like, oh well, that means Joey Janela is going to lose to this next person down. Like he's not losing; he's definitely losing that person. But he's losing like the next. He's just getting going down further and further. Uh, I also have Lana because of what's currently happening. 
uh, on television, which leads to uh, the first of two spicy Sagan. Oh, uh, uh, she uh, was the sole survivor in the women's Survivor Series match by doing nothing. Uh, She's basically being promoted as like the biggest baby face on Raw and teaming with Asuka. Uh, And Vince is just trying to make her something. And And what's... But let's, like an like an underdog baby face, like an underdog. Like, uh, she was put through a table by Nia Jax one... eight straight weeks. Mm-hmm. The eight straight weeks after Miro joined AEW, <laughs> she, I'm assuming she still can't wrestle. Correct. Correct. Okay. What's up with her and Rusev? They're married. They're in different companies. Okay. We're about to but get to they... him as soon as we're done talking to Lana because Tope nominated Miro. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Didn't they have a whole storyline where they were, where she ended up with was it Lashley? I don't think oh. they ever officially divorced. <laughs> TV, honestly, I don't think like she was involved in like his main event match with Drew McIntyre, and MVP was like, "You need to get away from her." So he did, and now Bobby Lashley's great. <laughs> uh, Tope nominated. Tope had the balls to nominate Miro, which I should have done. Go yeah. ahead. He- I know how good Rusev can be. Everyone knows when he was fucking Rusev and was getting that push, it was great. And it's like, well, he's getting put down. It's like, you know, some guys just need to be with Vince and push that same way. And I, I don't see anything in him. I, I don't think he cares that much, to be honest. That's my biggest thing is everything since his first promo, I was so amped. It's just like, are you just doing this to like have a hobby? <laughs> what it feels like like why are you hanging out with billy mitchell on tv and playing fucking arcade games okay that was dope I mean, <laughs> <laughs> stop waffling i'm sorry no 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 that, that I, was the star of the end for me with him yeah i kind of want to like maybe push back on that one a little bit like as far as not to justify any sort of like kind of like effort or promos or anything like that but just as far as like positioning that aew themselves would kind of put them in I do actually kind of appreciate it because they 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 were doing that that TNA thing that the Mullah would always talk about about how they would bring in a guy, right. have him face the top, and then he would lose, and then fucking now what? Which they kind of did, and they've been able to salvage a few guys here and there, and so it's not exactly that bad. But uh, for Miro, I like kind of sliding him in, just kind of in this sort of not really important like low stakes role, and then it gives you a place to build him up from. You know, and and like maybe they just like he they just want to let him get some shit out of his system or whatever, or just kind of like, okay, you've had your creative time, and now let's actually fucking make some money with you because with someone that's proven to to be able to perform and deliver, like that's just a waste of money because you know they probably didn't sign him for cheap either. So like they're gonna want some return in, on their investment in him at some point, and and you know the. the not yet, but you know who does these yeah. days? Uh, Shotzi Blackheart does, and that's pretty <laughs> much it. <laughs> well, that's ta- that's a tank at scale, you know. Okay, okay. good point, good point. Uh, and oh, Toby also mentioned Goldberg. Yeah, why the fuck is he on <laughs> in 2020? Why is he? He's back again. He, he was. He was back. He's the one person to pin the fiend. <laughs> wow. Okay, at this point, you have to hate him more than a rock, Toby. <laughs> uh, I mean, you want to talk about someone that doesn't give a shit. 
that's true. Yeah, it's a definition. But also like Kevin Nash. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, but Kevin Nash makes it look cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a dividend cool. check for $157,000. All right. Uh, Rich, fuck me up. You're not wrong, but fuck me up. No, I am so... And I, and I realized the whole trap of anything I'm about to say is... But that's how you're supposed to feel, man. <laughs> Fuck all of the pomp, circumstance, massive amounts of pyro and ballyhoo and his down the center, dialing down the center like he's a fucking collect call. Not coming out of either of the motherfucking tubes. Fuck Cody and his Rhodes ass. His fucking bland, bland. He's so bland. Even his blood is bland. And he loves to show it to you, too. He fucking loves it. He fucking gets off on it. He uses it as lube. <laughs> he, like, you can't just fucking do whatever you you think. Like, you can't just do every idea that comes to mind. Like, the, the, pare down your fucking pyro. To take the fucking... Pick, a, pick one song. Pick one song. Oh, he sounds like the sounds like Ariel about to sing to Eric. Yeah, you got the fucking Ariel opening. You got wrestling has more than one royal. Fa- yeah, we know. There's so much fucking nepotism in wrestling. Don't fucking remind <laughs> us. And then and then your other bullshit butt rock song. And then just like it's it's the fucking Cody Rhodes title. Not it's not the TNT title. It's the fucking Cody Rhodes jerk off title. <laughs> what do you think he's shining up with? That's why he's, Darby Allen wanted it, because he's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Jerked off on this? Okay, I'm in. Yeah, I'll hang out with it for a little bit. Uh, it's just, it, like, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I'm fucking done with it. I'm done with this stupid hair. The tattoo. The tattoo happened this year, you guys. Yeah, I remember that. that oh, was the last my thing gosh. Here. Did we go back like, to the last show we recorded? I, it brother. Was, it would happen before that. You can get a tattoo literally anywhere on your body. Like the neck is where people that love tattoos eventually get to. That's not their second <laughs> tattoo. Like they're out of space on their arms and chest and back. And then it's like, well, yeah, go ahead and throw it on the neck. Not number two. Um, but yeah, just like the booking around the TNT title has just been like funky and just so him centered. And, and I'm just tired of like, is he going to turn on the Nightmare family? But then he comes out with like a, a bigger fucking entourage than NWO at their goddamn height. <laughs> you know? And, 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 and his biggest offense is I got to <laughs> deal with QT Marshall every now and then. <laughs> Fuck him! His balding, bland ass. And I understand that's going to ring half true for some of our friends here, but you're not QT Marshall, so it's fine. God. Yeah, I'm not trying to be. Oh, you're talking about like, right? <laughs> this sounds like Triple H Jr. It, 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 but I, it's, it's, oh my God, don't let him fucking hear that. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not tell him that. Or Jeff Jarrett Prime. Oh my God. It's just like, it's the whole thing just, and again, I understand it's like part of the character, maybe, man, is that he's so up his ass. But he's so up his ass, so it's a detriment to where I want to change the fucking channel. You know? You're not. This is, and that's our first video clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, algorithm. 
Uh, I guess uh, Los Ice Creams broke up. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. And so Which, uh, apparently uh, Eho Del Ice Cream is just really overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least- it's funny you mention that because it leads us into last, uh, the most underrated last year's winner was probably El Hio de Ice Cream, which was Cesaro. Uh, <laughs> or no, he was very mysterious ice cream. I do apologize. Um, he's the, the often forgotten third ice cream. Um, Why are there so many ice cream? There's, there's too many. They're like Beano's. Oh, ice cream's delicious. Yeah, they're just they're like Beano's. Uh, yeah, Cesaro and most underrated last year. And as always, we got a great list of fucking people. Uh, the only person that was mentioned by multiple people was myself, and I think this was Widen, or maybe Tope, nominating Andrade. I mean, you could basically copy and paste all the last winners for this year as well. <laughs> yeah. Andrade From 2016 won in, on. Yeah, Andrade won in 2018, so Andrade is a nominee again. Uh uh, I know what mine are, so I nominated Chad Gable, who maybe is being corrected because number one, he's being called Chad Gable again. That's encouraging. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the Lucha oh. Brothers, which again, may be getting corrected because they're getting focused on and, you know, they're not, you know, doing what they yeah. were doing. Uh, and somebody who I, again, I referenced a couple years ago, I was like, if this keeps up, like they're going to be on this list. And now they are, especially after watching her documentary. Liv Morgan got really fucking good this year, and they're doing nothing with her except what they were doing with her before. So yeah, I, I, I remember after her call up, like my biggest, even, even before that, like my biggest gripe with Liv Morgan, like, was the gripe was that she kept getting better each match, but like the character was just yeah. like, piss poor mm-hmm. uh but yeah so we're exactly where we were before yeah. i've always kind of had a soft spot for Liv morgan i kind of i don't know she does it for me it works i don't know i feel like she tries and she gives a shit check out her uh her like uh network documentary that basically just talks about how bad wwe creative is <laughs> like, they, like they let this on their network and it just openly shits on how bad this process is yeah i also uh, augie uh hit on another one of my favorite uh porn up categories is trying and giving a shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say soft spots it's like yeah it's got to be a really weird corner <laughs> um i believe tope you were the one that nominated uh uh these bottom three here, which uh, the first one is probably your main winner this year, Alistair Black. Yeah, you know, when I mean, when Haven was there, you know, it was like, hey, this guy's good. They push him, and it's like, yeah, fuck him. It's like when Haven was there, it was down to him and Drew for who was eliminating Brock. <laughs> and now he has new music, long pants, and no TV time. I can just and see, look at Spencer's face. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer's face was just like, what? And what? was uh, get, like uh, rumored reportedly asking to be sent back down to NXT. And they told I him said no. this shit years ago when he first got signed. Dave. My one concern, like NXT will be, it'll be probably fine, but my one concern is that when he gets to the main roster, they're not going to have a single fucking clue as to what to do with that guy. And from the minute he got called up and wasn't in a tag team with ricochet which what a hodgepodge those two were uh but it like still worked he was just literally talking to camera in a confessional in a closet waiting for someone to knock on the door (laughs) and that's it then people did then he'd beat them and they had nothing else for him he beat aj styles on pay-per-view this year (laughs) he beat bobby lashley wrestlemania 
<laughs> and now he's on on TV. It's, it's crazy. Uh, you also nominated uh, Ali. Yeah, because no one deserves it. No one deserves that. <laughs> <laughs> no one deserves it. Here's your big giving. push, buddy. Here's Slapjack. Here's your big... <laughs> They they cor- they fixed his earlier push, which was going to be the hacker thing that yeah. they dropped, and they they retconned it into this, and it's still it's still they uh, WWE loves to take natural, charismatic and working baby faces, and just turn them heel, and it's still. And they're all great Mostly at it. Mostly work, yeah. Yeah, they've all been great at it. But m- maybe don't. Uh, you also nominated MVP. Yeah, because he's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, he fucking held down that bullshit underground shit for like one, the one week I watched it. And he's just grabbed the mic and he's, and he's made me care about all the guys that he's with. Yeah. And no one else has done that. You're not wrong. Yeah, uh, I... I have MVP coming up a little later, uh, Same. but that, that, it's a great point. Um, I didn't put him here just because I felt like most people like recognize uh, yeah. like yeah. The, the amazing job he's doing every single week. And, and, and also, that's probably highlighted by the amount of TV time that he gets. He gets such a large percentage of that show to talk. Yeah, which is great. And be on it. Uh, I don't remember if this was Rich or Widden, but also nominated were Ricochet and Apollo Crews. Yeah, those two were were me, um, yeah. just because of uh, again, just look at like where they were in the first half of the year and what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, next, how are they not signed to a major company award, which has gotten more and more difficult because the definition of what a major category is has definitely changed. Last year's winner was Marty Skrull. Moving on. Uh, oh, sorry. We didn't get the algorithm for most underrated, Spencer. Uh, oh, uh, Ice Cream Junior. Oh, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, nominated by me and Rich for the second straight year is Effie, mm. which is a glaring omission, I feel like, mm. on national television. Yeah. Rich, you also nominated somebody who I know you've been pimping for a very long time, but I'm unfamiliar with, and Jake something. Uh, he's just got that classic wwe look uh i mean for the fact that he was the one who did like the um body reenactments for the bruiser brody um uh, uh wrestling with shadows mm-hmm. um like he's got all the uh categories that you would want that wwe would want and you know he someone that boxes. size he checks all the boxes thank you al Garithm. Um, and and yeah i mean he's he's also he was in a uh tag team with i forget who but he was a bit of a scrawny fella and i feel like they got signed recently to wwe and jake something did not so it was just rascals no no you're talking about I can't remember exactly who it was. Yeah. It wasn't like super, super recently, but like within the last year or so. Gotcha. Um, but also watch out for Alex Zane. Uh, that's a fucking sneaky good signing for yeah. WWE. Um, but yeah, it's just surprising that they just haven't. I don't. And he's he's dating or engaged to Ruby Riot. So like, Has I an feel end. like there's an in there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. But it's just It's more so just like surprising as far as like. 
he's he's fine. He's like is a perfectly good wrestler, which is like you see him at an indie show and you go like, what the fuck's that guy doing here? Yeah, he stands out. Uh, uh, Whitten, you're always a stand for Jonathan Gresham. Again, continuing, is ROH a major company or not? The, the man has just, I mean, he just won the pure ROH title and he's just still got tag champ. Still a tag champ with, with uh, uh, Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Just got the moves, just got the charisma, just really good stuff from him. Always. And uh, a weird definition here because who knows where she signed? Thunder Rosa. The fact that she's not signed to a major company boggles me. Absolutely boggles me. I when we saw her at the freelance show last year before Podslam wrestling Jordan Grace, that was probably the my favorite match on the card. She just does great work inside and out. The fact that she's not signed, it's flabbergasting. Tope, yeah, you said Pat McAfee. Yeah, because he's not signed. He's the third best promo in professional wrestling. He should be fucking signed. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's signed. <laughs> no, I think he just shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he signed. I, mean, I, I think it's. I think it's show to show. I think he's. I think he's on the Goldberg. He's on a paper. He's on a paper <laughs> deal. Yeah. He's on the deal memo. They can't uh, afford the brand. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're not wrong if that is the case. I'll, I'll put it on there, and it'll confuse everybody. Good. Uh, I very much consider ROH not a major company, so I nominated Bandito again, um, and also I nominated somebody who will undoubtedly be signed as soon as all this is over. But Kara Noir had a great first two months of the year. Uh, and then hasn't wrestled anything since because he's in the UK and nothing's happened and he's awesome. And I sarcastically wrote Ryback and then put it in parentheses just so I can mention the fact that I'm glad the wrestling business as a whole has been like, hey, don't sign Ryback. That's just good. Good good work, everybody. Uh, algorithm? Uh, I guess he's been doing a lot of work on the indies. Uh, Tyler, the creator from uh, Odd Future. <laughs> I guess he's been doing a lot of Lucha stuff maybe. I don't know. Oof. Hot off of his Grammy win. <laughs> Tobin and I were talking about this before we started recording, oddly enough. Uh, well, it tells you what year 2020 is, where feel-good story of the year is going to be very, very quick. Uh, there's like three definitive answers, four definitive answers there. No, three, because I'm not counting the middle one. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Last year's winner was Roman Reigns' uh, leukemia entering remission. Um, the middle one I'm referencing was somebody said Edge's return, and again, it was not Tope. It wasn't. This time it that actually was wasn't me. <laughs> First time it was. Uh, yeah, Wyden, you're not wrong. Uh, but does Edge's return, uh, is that, does that feel better, Tope, than birth? No, double birth. Double, double, <laughs> double, double birth. birth. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Becky Lynch pregnancy was nominated by me and uh, Tope. And the, uh, the Renee Young and John Moxley uh, baby was also nominated by Tope, and then Tope and I also nominated. I, I was I was one that had this at first. Uh, Drake Maverick getting re-signed and earning his contract back after being released. So put all four of those things up against what we talked about for real life story of the year, and you know what? It was a shit year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really rough bad year. Uh, any other ones come to mind? Anybody? Uh, yeah, apparently the uh, Lucha Brothers were elected to the Mexican House of Parliament. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Just like a uh, great Sasuke back in the day was in uh, like Japanese uh, Congress with a mask on. Penta just rocking it. I believe in Spanish is Parlamento. <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell me they're Parlamento Funkadelic? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, wait, we not trusting the fuck out of Augie. What the fuck are we doing? That's such a bad joke. Yeah. Uh, this category every year is very interesting. Uh, and that's literally the definition of it. The most fascinating person of the year. Last year's winner was John Moxley. Um, I had a few nominees and they all took, I all took it the not fun way. So we'll kind of sprinkle those as we go the fun way. Uh, Tope, you nominated Seth Rollins. Yeah, and I'll make it quick. Uh, Jesus. AOP. Buddy, Austin Theory, I, uh, Baby, <laughs> first eliminated in the Survivor Series, <laughs> other shit. This is a weird fucking year. So fuck it. I threw him on there. I I like it. I, I like it better than anything I put. Because um, all mine are like, yeah, well, these people are kind of pieces of shit, but they're really good at their professions, kind of. Uh, I have Chris Jericho, who won in 2018, uh, who... Yeah, like they still had a cruise this year. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> they had a cruise before everything happened. Uh, that was in January. Uh, yeah, he's just a, a, a unfortunate. He's an old wrestler, so he has bad opinions and bad thoughts. But then he's the first person to donate thousands of dollars to any go. I'm not a professional wrestler, and I could probably fake being a professional wrestler and he give me twenty five hundred dollars for like a, a hangnail or something. Um. Also, if you watch any of the documentaries on the WWE Network, uh, The Undertaker has been fascinating this year, to say the least, because we've seen more from him than we ever have. That's for my better. answer. Because is he, he's done, right? Is he done, done, done officially after this year? What's the what's story? You know like? that's a dumb question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm waiting for that day. And this answer, and again, most fascinating person of the year, it might be better off for next year or whenever he does say he's done, because I, I want to see him do things that are not kayfabe. Like just you know, break it. Like just I, I don't know. It started with the cameos for a little bit. Uh, about eating uh, fucking chicken wings on Zoom. Yeah, did that. Yep. Shit, I, I I pay for that shit. Just you don't have it. to. It's on you YouTube. It's on, yeah, it's, it's everywhere now. This whole <laughs> year has been that. Yeah, <laughs> it happened. Yeah, he's just a, he's also just a weird dude. If I hear him go, you know, one more time, I that makes a baker's five dozen hundred. <laughs> Uh, so the same thing I Braun Strowman here and that again same reason like all that's purposes don't agree with anything he says or does but then you watch his documentary and it's like this fucking guy almost killed himself this time last year just from self-doubt and like confidence issues and like this is the biggest fucking dude I've ever seen <laughs> like it's fascinating to watch him uh, and I'm not saying the last one now because fucker uh <laughs> I Tessa Blanchard. I don't care. <laughs> She's not fascinating to me. She's horrible. Uh, Widen. Fuck me up, man. Because <laughs> I love this answer. This is this is a out of nowhere answer, but I I one hundred percent agree with you. Well, there's I I put two down there. Did did I? I only got I, one. Okay, so I put two. The first one was Pat McAfee for, for okay. reasons understanding. Mm-hmm. The second one was Dexter Loomis. Yeah, I'm for it. Just, and I, like, if there's one thing in this, we've been talking about creative having, not having stuff for anything, for anybody, and people that have been underrated, and we're going to be talking about people that's going to be misused. There's one thing in the world of WWE that they have gotten right. It's Dexter Loomis. As far as the creepiness factor, 
the matches that they've given to him, the fact that he's also a really, really good artist. Yeah. Uh, and they've, they've worked good. with, they've worked with that. Yeah. They have done great stuff with him. And he's been trying to do this for over 10 years. Remember he did this in impact as Samuel Shaw against Mr. Anderson. <laughs> but Sorry. But, Anderson. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, it just didn't fucking work, and he just kept at it. And ten years later, he's fascinating every time he's on TV. I th- I think the reason why it works now and it didn't work then was because then it was like it was a stalker thing. It was a stalker right. gimmick. Now he's Here, a baby face. <laughs> baby face. <laughs> Here, he's just he's just crazy. Baby face Patrick Bateman. Fuck! I need to change my oh. best gimmick of the year. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's why I saw it and I was like, huh? And I was like, oh, 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 yeah. So I definitely got it. Uh, Spencer? Uh, I guess Chad Gable. <laughs> <laughs> now that he's got his name back, or you're just, you don't even have an answer for that one. <laughs> it just says Chad Gable. I don't know. I'll say <laughs> it was pretty fascinating uh, after he'd lost his last match as Shorty G uh, and then was interviewed on the mic in the ring and said he quit. And the announcers were like, all right, moving on. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, also nominate Dan Gable after today. Um, when we're recording. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, dream match of the year. If companies, countries, and contracts didn't matter. Last year's winner was Rhea Ripler, Rhea Rippler, <laughs> whoever Rhea Rippler is. Rhea Ripley versus Tessa Blanchard. Again, aging poorly. Uh, we got a lot here, so we'll just go one by one. And I think, Rich, your only one you had was uh, one that I want in my veins, please. Eddie Kingston yes. versus Roman Reigns. Yes. Those, yes. I, it's it's just, it's promo land, baby. Let's go. And then just to see Eddie be stiff as fuck. With and Roman Ro- Reigns. And, and Roman, Roman Reigns just did it right the fuck back. Yes. Give I me every s- fucking bit of that. I every bit s- of like resentment on one end and all of the other resentment for the opposite reasons on the other. Like, let's <laughs> fucking go. I got so amped during the Survivor Series match when Roman just turned to Samoa Joe and went, you ain't ever seen this shit before. I was like, ooh, let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Widden has Walter versus Keith Lee. Jeez. Me, <laughs> yes, <laughs> big man slapping meat, slapping meat, and Sasha Banks versus Thunder Rosa, which is also uh, just a spicy one. Yes, um, I have three. I have a uh, also Walter. I have Walter versus Daniel Bryan because I'm in the snuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, the Young Bucks one we all wanted this year, so let's get the other one: the Young Bucks versus the Usos, which I think we've mentioned before. Yep. But you know, always another one. And uh, this is my favorite one. I want John Moxley versus the tribal chief Roman Reigns versus the Monday Night Messiah <laughs> Seth Rollins. I want those three guys. In those three right now, incredibly elevated characters against one another. Yeah, yeah. Considering we also still only got it once for twelve minutes. Um. Can I freestyle one real quick? Sure. Uh, Big E and uh, Ishii. 
Ooh, hell yeah. I'm going to say Biggie mm. and Italian Nightheart sister. Slapping meat. Slapping meat. Tope has uh, Roman Reigns versus The Rock. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. It. It's happening. I, yeah. It's happening. It, we just got to. Uh, it could be this year. It could be five years from now. It's happening. Uh, Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar. Of course. I mean, that's just fucking meat. Yep. Uh, Walter versus Drew McIntyre. I mean, that's just two of the best in the world to ever do it. Yep. And New Jack versus Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do you, you want to know things to happen? You want to know something, white boy? <laughs> Here's why. Because I know Augie didn't watch this fucking documentary, and I'll make this quick. Tope knows this. Rich knows this. Uh, I told you all to watch the Blackcraft documentary uh, that was released on YouTube uh, earlier in the year about the rise and fall of Blackcraft. And it specifically went into detail what happened during the pay-per-view we went to, uh, no apologies, that we were the only people on planet Earth to enjoy. <laughs> if you remember, uh, oh, you don't remember. Uh, oh, no, you do remember. Uh, there was a crucifixion and a man's throat was slit during that show. That was not the craziest thing they were planning for that show. Originally, PCO was a member of the roster and had an open challenge. But, of course, that could not happen because PCO was signed to ROH in that time, so he was not able to appear. The original plan was for that open challenge to be answered by New Jack. So just stop right there, Augie, and think about being at that venue at that night and New Jack coming out. Yeah, that's very intimate. The plan was, I'm not done, <laughs> that the match was going to happen like a regular New Jack match with weapons ever, and PCO was going to no-sell everything that New Jack did to him. To the point where New Jack whips out a pistol and says, in the greatest pun of all time, motherfucker, this isn't a shoot. This is a shoot. And he shoots PCO. Oh, dude. The show is already five stars to me, so here we go. They have a gimmick where PCO's shot in bleeding. We're running out of the building. PCO continues to no sells it. Tombstone's new jack. One, two, three. <laughs> Spencer is, I don't know if Spencer's camera's frozen or what. Spencer is dead. Gotta watch this documentary. Still don't know. If Spencer has that much eye control, that's incredible. Oh, no, he didn't. He's gone. So, yeah, I've been waiting to tell Augie that for like six months. Oh my God. As, as soon as that music hit, I, I would have left the building. I would I would have pushed Teddy Hart's cat outside and gotten the fuck out of there. I I I would have a hundred percent believed that he shot him like in the ring. Yeah, we all would have. Hundred percent. Spencer, you I, froze at the perfect moment because it just looked like you were just not blinking. That like, oh my God. <laughs> the, the same thing happens. You're in the middle of your story, and you're like, New Jack shows up. Well, that's the last thing you heard. <laughs> you just froze. Oh, oh no! Okay, you so didn't quickly. Know? All right, so no, quickly. I, I, I. It's fine. Oh no! I'm telling. Do you I'm know? You. Do you know what happens? No. New Jack shows up. PCO no sells everything. He shoots PCO with a shoot pistol. PCO no sells it and pins him with a tombstone. <laughs> that's what happens. That's so fucking stupid. I, I. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot me? a pistol inside. But, yeah, but, oh, that's, but tell me you wouldn't have believed that. Tell me you wouldn't have like as soon as he pulled out a gun, you'd be like, "Oh shit, shit just got real." I love that that got next 
not because of the calamity it would have caused of all of those people rushing out of the door and subsequently subsequently getting trampled on. Altamont. And yes. Uh, but because like they probably just couldn't get those two uh, to in the building. No, ROH was the company of the year in 2019. They prevented that from happening because they signed PCL. We made fun of ROH. They did good work. Did the venue know? No, they, you don't tell the venue that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't tell them that. Shit. And that's going to do it for part one of the 2020 Swaggy Award nominations and our return after a month's long hiatus. Let's see if I remember how to do this. Please go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows like Tope's RJ Hates Rap, like Rich's Quarter Mile at a Time, like Spencer's Dilettante Ball. This show and all of our shows are available wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, and subscribing to them so that way you get them whenever they pop up. Also, for bonus content for Podswoggle, which may still be coming out, and all the other Arcade Audio shows, go to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio to help your boys out with a monetary donation every single month. Follow us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. You never know when a random Twitch stream is going to pop up with Tope and I playing random games or when another Podswoggle championship Affair might jump off, just saying. Speaking of Instagram, make sure you're following me on Instagram at your host, Malt38, for Box and Friends when I open up toys, collectibles, video games, movies, books, whatever it may be, with friends online, all for charity, just as Rich online for charity does the whack pack. That is every single day where Rip rips open another pack of trading cards and uh, may chew the decades old gum that comes out of those packs with your donations. What else? What else? What else? else arcadeaudio.net slash podswoggle mailbag if you want to reach out to the show let us know what's going on that is still very much open and you'll hear what's been in the mailbag in a upcoming episode in this limited run podswoggle at gmail.com let us know what you think of the show and if you particularly like me and you particularly want to stay in the world of wrestling arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary where i'm recapping and reviewing wrestling in the form of every single pay-per-view on the WWE Network, I am about to enter the year 1992, so get excited for that. Thank you so much for joining us upon this return. We will see you next week for part two of the 2020 Swaggy Awards for Tope, for Widden, for Rich, for Augie, for Spencer. This is Mellet signing off for Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. We are swogging off. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.